Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When's the last time you checked your credit card statements? Maybe you're a little worried to see what your account balance looks like? You're not alone. A recent report from the Federal Reserve Bank of New York showed that credit card debt in the U.S. is on the rise, recently surpassing $1 trillion. More worryingly, a greater number of people are failing to meet monthly payments. At the start of 2023, Around 7% of credit card accounts were at least 30 days past due. This is the highest level of delinquency since 2012. One person who's all too familiar with this scenario is Chloe Elise. After years of untracked spending, she found herself $36,000 in the hole. Money was just leaking out the door. I paid fees on my account. I had overdraft fees. I was getting double charged for things because I just never looked at my account. Today, she's out of this money pit and has turned her experience into a career. She's a certified financial coach and author of the book, Deeper Than Money. Elise says the first step is to let go of the guilt and refocus. If you are feeling stressed and anxious and frantic about your debt, and you're listening to this podcast and or this radio station, and you're hearing, get ahead with money and do this, and here's how to do this, and step one, and step two, and step three, a lot of times it feels even more burdensome. There's this next thing and I need to do this and this and this, and it feels just so difficult. And so the first thing is to take a deep breath, get in a neutral state and believe that the debt that you have is not going to determine where you're going to go or what's possible for you with finances. Once you're in a neutral state, then we can start to add some steps to get ahead with money. Before you stop spending cold turkey, one of the most important questions to getting back on track is to ask, why was I buying? Was it to make ends meet during a difficult time, or were the purchases impulsive or emotion-based? Is it because you're spending out of alignment after having a bad day? Is it because you don't understand the logistics of these financial literacy pieces of saving or planning out your finances? Is it because you want that hit of dopamine that feels so good when you click add to cart? Like what are kind of some of these underlying principles that are adding to this credit card debt? And then starting there and saying, okay, let's start from the basics of what's your income like? What's your paycheck like? What are the ways you want to be spending your money? And then how can we allocate money, which might sound counterintuitive, but how can we allocate money to some of these things that you like to spend on? And so you can do that and still feel good about it, but it's planned spending. Elise says this budget breakdown will look a little bit different for everyone. Start by writing down the automatic expenses or needs you have each month. These are items like rent, mortgage, groceries, car payments, utilities, and more. Next, allocate how much money you can put towards paying off debt. 
Focus on the accounts that have the highest interest levels and pay those off first. Ideally, this number should be around 20 to 30% of your after-tax monthly income. From there, decide on a set monthly total for wants, like dining out, entertainment, or online shopping. This buffer will help to make the budget feel more sustainable in the long term. Instead of telling yourself, I can't spend, I can't spend, I can't go on social media and go on Amazon and click add to cart, I can't do it. Instead of that being the narrative of what's going on in your head, instead in this alignment-based principle, looking at the outcome and saying, I can buy those things. I can purchase all the things in my cart if I want to, but is the outcome of purchasing those things what I want? Elise plays out this scenario by providing more specific breakdowns. Let's say you're, you have $100 worth of things in your Amazon cart and you know, okay, I have $50 set aside for my spending. So $50 of that $100, I plan to spend, okay, amazing. So the outcome of purchasing $50 of that Amazon cart is that, okay, I set aside money to spend, I'm spending it, bada bang, bada boom, amazing. But the other $50, I didn't plan on spending that. So the outcome of purchasing the $100 worth of things in my Amazon cart in this example is that $50 was planned, but the other $50 I have to take out of money I was going to put toward debt. So then you can sit there and say, okay, I am a grown adult. And if I choose to take out money I was going to put toward debt and instead buy my Amazon cart, I'm allowed to do that. I worked for my paycheck. I get my paycheck. I get to choose how I spend it. But I might also look and say, you know what? I'm going to buy the $50 worth because I plan to spend that. But my top priority is paying off that debt. And so I don't want to, I don't choose to spend that other $50 because I want that to go toward debt because that's my highest priority. These inner dialogues, while it may seem silly, are critical to sticking to a budget. This process helps slow things down and focus more on the outcome of your action rather than the initial rush of saying yes and overspending. Jumping back to Elise's own financial journey, it took her 18 months of strict budgeting to get out of debt. She highlights how everyone's financial journey looks a little bit different. Some people listening may take much longer to pay off debt or will run into several challenges or regressions along the way. That's okay. The most important piece is to keep going. And once you've chipped away at credit card or other forms of debt, consider opening a high-yield savings account. Especially if you're listening to this in real time, high-yield savings accounts, the interest rates are nearly 5% on average right now, which is wild. And so your money sitting at your normal savings account at your bank is, you know, no matter how much is in there, is making you maybe a nickel every year. But your money in high-yield savings account can be working for you and making money. And so anyone listening, if you don't have a high-yield savings account, go open one. If you have one, make sure your friends have one. Make sure your mailman has one. Make sure your grandma has one. To learn more about budgeting, saving, and our guest, Chloe Elise, head to viewpointsradio.org. You can also check out her book, Deeper Than Money, now available in select bookstores and online. For more behind-the-scenes content and news on upcoming stories, follow Viewpoints Radio on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. This segment was written and produced by Amira Zaveri. Our studio manager is Jason Dickey. I'm Gary Price.
that's Viewpoints for this week. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to learn more about upcoming shows and find a library of past programs on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. Plus, you'll always find previous segments and more information about our guests at viewpointsradio.org. Join us again next week for another edition of Viewpoints. Viewpoints.